Reporting on the games you love by people who love to game. The MMO Reporter Network. My friends, and welcome to the Lore Library, where the tomes are musty, the drinks are stuffy, and the people are... Well, quite frankly, we're pretty darn awesome. Welcome, my friends, to the very first episode of Lore Library, where you and I are going to crack open a book and learn a thing or two about the awesome champions that we fight with on the fields of justice in League of Legends. Now, before we go any further, I'm going to stop us right here and give you a little clarification. You deserve it. Also, my throat is kind of burning from this whiskey I'm drinking. I'm trying to classy up this place. Um, whew, that is, uh, don't drink whiskey and podcast at the same time, my friends. That's all I got to say. But let's move on. I want this podcast to be fun and more like a conversation with a friend than an encyclopedia entry. I won't tell you every little thing about each champion we talk about. Instead, I'm going to pick out the stuff I think is interesting and unique about them and summarize wherever I can so it doesn't get too boring for you. Now, because this is the first episode, I really need your help to know kind of what parts you think are interesting, which parts I should just drop, um, and even other elements that I don't have in here that you want to know about the champion. Um, if there's some, you know, particular facet about champions you want to know that I don't talk about, let me know. Send me your feedback on Twitter. I'm at jaugustine, um, or you can post it on the site. Um, all the show notes for all the episodes will be on there, gamediplomat.com. Just go there, click Lore Library on the top. It'll show you all the episodes. Now we could start with any champion in League of Legends, there's over a hundred of them, time to choose from, but this week we're starting off with Maokai, because his lore is awesome, and it's potentially going to be changed. <laughs> his story is intricately linked to the old Twisted Treeline map, and when the devs remade that zone a while ago, they thought maybe they would revamp his lore as well, they've kind of hinted about it, they haven't done it yet. Um, I think his existing lore is super cool, so if they do change it, I hope they keep it fairly similar. But without further ado, let's jump into the story of the scariest tree in League of Legends. Maokai the Twisted Treant. He was champion number 70 to be made. He was introduced in February 2011 and the main designer on it was David Volti. I apologize David, your last name is crazy. It's Abekasis? Abessasis? It's Abe Cass is. Um, so however you can pronounce that, that's him. This life was not meant to be. Alright, let's run through some quick facts about Maokai so we're all on the same page. Species, he is a tree. His age, he's a little over two years old after he became sentient. Um, but as a tree, he's described as being ancient. His profession, once again, tree, nice and simple. But he's basically an indentured servant to the League Council right now, and we'll get into that a bit later. Uh, City-state, doesn't have one. Fields of justice, that's where he was born, essentially. That's where uh, his loyalty lies. Um, strengths. Uh, he has the ability to control and manipulate nature. He has immense strength, physical strength, and he has wild magic. Um, weaknesses. He has no knowledge of the world, and he has no real motivation. His biggest objective in life is to stop fighting and just become inanimate again. No deaths to avenge, no big wrong to right, no big goal, you know, to save the world. He just wants to be left alone. He's kind of like that old guy in Up, really, when you think about it. I once had peace. Champions are kind of like superheroes, and they need awesome origin stories. So let's take a look at Maokai's origin story, because I love it. Uh, Maokai was one of the ancient trees in the forest in the Shadow Isle, in the section that the League created its new arena, the Twisted Tree Line. 
Um, during an official match in the arena when champions were fighting, similar to like if you were playing the game in the middle of the game, this is what happens. Um, a nexus went haywire for a moment and surged magical energies into the tree line in the area. That energy hit Maokai, which was just a simple tree at the time, and brought him to life. And it also made him completely pissed off that he'd been ripped from what he calls his natural state. He was alive and he didn't like it. Um, he immediately just raged all over the place. So think of it, you know, if your teammates quit and you want to rage, this is what Maokai did. But he actually killed both teams on the field at the time. That's right, he's the first champion I know of to ever get a hexa kill, winning a six-on-one fight by himself. <laughs> That's pretty incredible. Um, and actually spectating summoners. So in the lore, kind of in the arena that you're playing in, there are other summoners, like you and me and other people, watching in the sidelines. So similar to kind of like the esports, where people are watching from the sidelines, the, you know, metaphorical eye-in-the-sky uh, sidelines. Summoners leaped into the field from the stands and had to all work together to restrain him. Um, a Noxian summoner there actually wanted to kill him immediately, as Noxians tend to want to do. If you don't know Noxia, we'll talk about it in a future one, but it's the evil city-state. But the crowd stopped that Noxian jerk um, and kept him alive. Maokai instead was sent to the League Council. So it's a pretty simple origin story. He was a tree, got hit by lightning, became alive, killed everybody. <laughs> I love that. Uh, so, angry tree. Reckless mages. So why would Maokai, when he so clearly hates the League and what it's done to him, fight for the League? Uh, it's pretty simple actually. Maokai has simple wants. He only wants two things in this world. One, he wants to be turned back into a normal non-talking tree. Two, he wants a promise from the League Council that they won't animate any other plant life in the fields of justice. He kind of feels responsible for nature since he has a voice, he's speaking for it. He's going to speak and then wants to be left alone. Maokai, though, has no experience with the outside world, um, so he has no idea how ice cream tastes, how to dance, or, probably more relevant and more depressing, how humans tend to lie and manipulate others. So he seems to have trusted the council when they offered him a deal that seemed to give what, him what he wanted. The arrangement is this. Maokai will continue to fight in the League, thus securing the council a new fighter and fans, in return, the council will supposedly pursue a way to strip the magic out of Maokai and make him a regular tree again. Inanimate, rooted, happy to block the paths of all champions. Now the sad part. It seems pretty clear from the official lore written by Riot and the, that the League has no intention of actually helping Maokai. They seem to be kind of selfish jerks that just want to do everything they can to make the best sport, quote-unquote. And even if Maokai suspects this, which he likely does as he seems pretty naturally suspicious of everybody involved with the League, which he hates, um, he can't really think of a better alternative at this point. So he's playing along and fighting in the matches and hoping against his better judgment that maybe they actually are trying to find a way to cure him, because that's the only way he really knows uh, to try and get help. Now it's important to reiterate that distinction. Maokai isn't a naive tree who's being suckered in by this cruel council. He's not like a happy-go-lucky guy that's, you know, just kind of hard on his luck. Uh, he's bitter, he's angry, and he's distrustful of pretty much everyone. But at the same time, while he's a force to be reckoned with in actual combat, he knows he's completely powerless in the political and social arena. He's kind of forced to play by their rules. So he doesn't like it, but he doesn't see a better option yet. But there is silver lining to Maokai's predicament, even if he's not exactly enthusiastic about it. 
Maokai is unbelievably angry at everyone in the league uh, for being so reckless with magic, which is causing stuff like him coming alive. That's not the only thing he's angry about. He just thinks they're irresponsible, kind of a menace, just destroying everything. Um, and that's what brought him into this weird, almost corrupted sort of life. He's like a tree, but he's corrupted by magic. He's corrupted by the thing that he hates, and he can't separate himself from it. So being in the league actually gives him an opportunity to make them all pay for what they've done to him. He hates all the champions, he hates everyone in the league, um, and he just gets to beat down on them and kill them repeatedly, uh, and kind of in that way punish them for kind of what they've done to him and all the naturey planty things around the leagues. So I guess, I mean, it's a small consolation, but at least he does have one positive, even if he thinks that his quest, you know, to become a normal tree again is doomed. Is this what they call getting stumped? <laughs> a lot of the champions in League of Legends have family or friends or someone that they're fighting for to defend or protect or represent. Uh, Maokai, as you kind of might expect, doesn't really have much of that. Um, the trees and forests are probably his friends, or what you'd consider his friends. He defends them first and foremost. They're who he's fighting for. He's fighting on behalf of them, you know, to kind of give them a voice in the league. As far as allies go, Maokai really only has one ally in the entire league. Out of 113 champions, 115, whatever it is now, only one, and that's Malphite. Now, it might kind of seem weird, or maybe it seems normal to you, that a giant tree and a giant rock can become BFFs. But it makes a lot of sense when you look at kind of how they came into being, because they share a common enemy, and that's chaotic magic. Both of them were ripped from peaceful, happy, blissful existences by wayward magic that forced them to come alive and fight in Runeterra's violent world. Their alliance only goes so far, though. I mean, Malphite wants to create perfect order and harmony in the world. He sees it as like a gift and a quest that he's on. And Maokai just kind of wants to peace out and go back to being a normal tree. He doesn't have any concept of like a grand goal or a grand scheme. He doesn't care about the universe. He just wants to be left alone. Malphite kind of describes Maokai with sadness. Uh, he says, this is official lore here. He says, yes, Maokai. We bear the same burden, the longing for peace. But Maokai lets his rage consume him. He sees only the curse of life, not its gift. With a curse, we are doomed to pain and torment. With a gift, we gain the power to fight for peace. Nonetheless, I am proud to call the Twisted Treant my ally. Now, Maokai might also consider the League Council to be an ally if he actually believes that they're really trying to help him get the magic out of him. To me, that seems pretty unlikely, and even if it is the case, it's kind of depressing because he's going to realize over time that they have no intention of helping him, and that will likely turn his friendship or his ally, whatever he feels towards the council, into a feeling of betrayal and even more rage inside that pent-up little tree. Um, so that would eventually make the council his enemy, if he does believe them and feels betrayed. Mentors? Doesn't really have any. His loyalties to nature? And he does have this weird kind of side Loyalty, he seems to have a slight sympathy for any innocents that have been wronged by magic or stronger forces than them. Like, maybe he sees himself as the victim, so he kind of has a sympathy for other victims that he wants to protect. You should not defy nature. Now, here is a much longer list. Who he fights against. As far as rivals go, there's not much officially written about this, but Maokai does see Zyra as a rival. Zyra is a plant that took over a human's body willingly, 
and Maokai certainly wouldn't understand that decision at the very least. I think he'd really dislike her constant creation of seemingly sentient plant life, which she then callously allows to be killed. She really has no regard for plant life. Um, likewise, he wouldn't approve of her decision to willingly leave her plant form. She made that conscious choice to take over a human body, and he would especially dislike the way she relishes in the human form. She pursued it because it fuels her thirst for power and ambition beyond the plant world, um, which he definitely would not appreciate. He just wants plants to be plants and enjoy life peacefully. Uh, but at the same time, he has to at least begrudgingly respect her in some way because of her affinity to nature. Even if she's a plant that's made choices that he wouldn't agree with, she's still a plant, and that's got to be better than humans. Um, it's also worth noting that the runes on Maokai's ultimate that appear on the ground, the little ring that he summons, are actually very similar to the runes on Zareth's chest. Visually, Zareth is the magic one that can, you know, plant himself and shoots out lightning beams. This has been noticed by several players, and it was supposedly placed onto Maokai by ancient mages, according to some old lore. Now, no official connection has been made between the two champions, but it seems like there might be a connection between the two. Um, if there is, it's almost definitely going to be at least a rivalry, at the very least, considering how much Maokai hates magic. There's no way those two would get along. Um, but it could be interesting if maybe the people that bounded Zareth also had something to do with how Maokai was created or something like that. The runes are an interesting connection. But for flat-out enemies, Maokai has a lot of them. <laughs> Maokai would consider basically anyone that has ever used any form of magic to be his enemy. And that's a lot of people. But on top of that, anyone that has ever participated in the League Arena match, which he also hates, um, because that's what caused the magic to reach him, would earn even more ire from the massive tree. And if that's not enough, add on everyone that has ever been human to his kill list, because he especially hates them. Sorry, listeners, I think that's most of you. Um, so Maokai pretty much, I think it's fair to say, considers everyone his enemy. Except for maybe, like, Earth the Manatee? I mean, that thing can maybe weasel its way through Maokai's checklist and, you know, make it into the neutral territory at best. Uh, but especially on uh, Maokai's must-kill list are, is wielders of chaotic magic. So that's people like Annie, Rise, Fiddlesticks, Cassidin, Malzahar, Zareth, Vigar, Syndra, LeBlanc... Um, all those would be especially offensive to him. He shouldn't even be able to stand in the same room with them without freaking out and pummeling them. Um, teammate or not, he would just hate them incredibly. I will punish their imprudence. So that's what fuels Maokai, what he likes, what he hates, everything you need to set up his dating profile page. But that's all book stuff, not the in-game goodness. So let's take a look at how all of his backstory and personality feeds into the way Maokai plays and how his abilities actually work in the game. So let's see, uh, first, he can animate little sapperlings. Um, these are tiny little plant bulb people, not wholly unlike the little hilarious flubber guys, you know, that ran around in that, I think it was a Robin Williams movie. Quite funny. Um, he throws them around the battlefield to act like his spies and little nature bombs. This seems to fit right in line with his lore, it's plants, it's explosives, it's getting vengeance on people, it's killing, looks good. Um, he punches people with his giant tree trunk arm, that's good too. He can also rush at people and plant his roots into the ground all around them, locking them in place. Now, I love this one because it's such sweet poetic justice for Maokai when he gets a kill with this ability. Uh, it's kind of funny because, you know, you just think in his mind he's thinking like, so, 
You wanted to turn me into a humanoid? That's cool. I'll turn you into a tree. You're rooted and helpless. How do you like that, jerk? And then just punches him in the face and kills him. I love that. Um, his passive adds an interesting element, actually, to Maokai's story. He draws energy from champions casting spells near him and uses it to heal himself. Now, this passive seems to indicate that he's maybe embracing his magical tendencies more than he would want to admit, at least temporarily, while he has them. Um, even though he claims to hate them, he's, you know, drawing on them. Alternatively, you could try and interpret the passive as him getting mad whenever people use the magic near him. So he's not tapping into his magical abilities, but, you know, every time someone casts it, even his allies, he rages and gets stronger, healing himself and fueling himself to keep fighting against the people casting magic because he hates it so much. Now, his ultimate kind of plays off the same tension, which is interesting with Maokai. He hates magic so much, but he has to use it because that's the only way he can get vengeance for people that use magic, which he hates. Uh, it's kind of a weird kind of conundrum that Maokai finds himself in. So Maokai lay downs wards all around him in an area with his ultimate, and that reduces all damage dealt to his allies while inside of it. When he breaks the wards when he ends it, he lashes out dealing magical damage, quote, magical damage, to every enemy in the area based on how much damage was absorbed. And this is kind of like the perfect picture of this raging tree, right? It, it sums up everything about him. He's protecting others, He's absorbing magic, or he's absorbing all damage, protecting other people, and he lashes out with magic damage at those who have been hurting him or his allies. Um, it's just He's just a tree that wants to stop everyone from fighting, wants everyone to chill out and live peaceful lives so that he can go back to being a non-sentient tree in a happy forest. Nature can be a real mother. <laughs> Now, even with 115 champions in League of Legends, each one of them has something special and unique about him, and I love this kind of, you know, just little factoids or little trivia. So let's take a look at some of Maokai's special accomplishments. Number one, he's currently the only champion who was created on the Fields of Justice. Nocturne kind of showed up on the Fields of Justice and kind of did his thing there, but Maokai's the only one who was actually created there. Um, he's also considered to be one of the toughest champions in the entire league. Toughest kind of physical. Um, his armor level is only matched out of everyone in the league by Poppy. And Poppy has to wear full armor and carry a giant shield larger than her, her entire body is to match that armor. So Maokai is a pretty tough dude. Uh, from the lore also, it appears that Maokai has accepted a role, which is interesting, as caretaker for the dead. He absorbs their blood and creates sapperlings from it in order to give the fallen what he calls a second chance at life. And this is really interesting because it's not, you know, entirely unique. You have Thresh who, you know, collects souls and kind of does that sort of thing. But Maokai, it's so unexpected and it's so downplayed in so much of his lore. It's really interesting to see that he does see himself as like a protector of the downtrodden and can actually absorb their blood. And that's where he creates sapperlings from. Um... <laughs> I know it sounds weird, and I hadn't heard it before I started doing more research into Maokai, but he mentions it several times during his judgment, which is official lore, and at one point he even places roots on a pile of blood from a dying child, and turns it into a sapperling, and describes it, and that's where the quote comes from, he gi he want he's giving the blood a second chance at life. Now, this next segment, I think I'm going to need to explain it a little bit. 
I really, really want to play like a Diablo style or Spore style action RPG with League of Legends champions. Like single player campaign. That's really what I want. Um, I love League of Legends, don't get me wrong, but I would love this on top of <laughs> the current League of Legends. And I want a campaign for each champion that kind of tells their story in their world. And, you know, that starts like that. If you play Dragon Age Origins, I think it's something similar, you know, where it tells the story of the champion that connects into the larger story of a shared campaign. So basically, because this game doesn't exist, I'm going to be making it in my head, along with your help, as we make episodes for this podcast. For each champion you and I talk about, we're going to come up with what we think is a cool idea, maybe for a map that kicks off their campaign. If you don't like the ideas I come up with, send in some of your own. Uh, GameDiplomat.com again, or Twitter at JAugustine. Or if you hate it and you're too lazy to think up your own ideas, good news. At least you can be happy it's just made up. And I have no power to make this game happen. <laughs> so let's take a look at Maokai. I really like the angle that we just touched on, which is the angle in his lore where he wants to use his temporary sentience to help the abused gain vengeance. Um, so he takes the you know child sapperling and, and uses the sapperling which can kill other people. It's, it's really interesting. A child is murdered. So in the map, a child it starts off with a child being murdered. Still in this straight from the lore, right? We're keeping it close. Um, and it's left near the tree line. His blood spills and it kind of moves over towards the tree, which is Maokai. It clumps with the roots and a group of sapperlings emerge. You then have to use just the sapperlings, maybe you have three or four, to get vengeance on the boy's killers, uh, which I think is something that Maokai would really be into. Uh, especially if they're humans and magic wielders, let's make them that. Maokai will especially hate him, he'll be all over this. Um, ranged enemies will kill the sapperlings from a distance. Um, but every kill you get creates more sapperlings from the blood that seeps into the ground, and Maokai creates more. Now, you beat the first mission when you destroy the boy's killer. Maokai's happy, the child's blood has been avenged, then jumps to the second mission, and that's the fateful day on Twisted Tree Line that Maokai has created. Uh, so before, Maokai was just a tree where the blood seeped into the roots and sapperlings appeared. This is where, you know, the League has set up the arena, it's all around him. Because, yeah, I guess I should touch on that real fast. Um, every time the League kind of wants to create a new arena or a new map, like Summoner's Rift, uh, Crystal Scar is the Dominion one, Twisted Tree Line, they go to the area and they create like a dome around it that freezes time inside of it. And then they can, you know, put people in there and let them fight in, in a controlled environment. So here they've showed up, put the, you know, tent, the magical tent around Maokai and his forest. Everyone fights and Zareth. That jerk with his matching runes hits Maokai's tree with lightning while they're trying to kill other champions. Immediately, the player takes control of Maokai. Um, he's given a huge buff and is told to kill all six champions within 30 seconds. After that, more champions jump in from the audience and you fight wave after wave after wave. You finally break out of the twisted tree line bubble and make your way through a forest map um, before getting captured by the league and shuttled back to their HQ for judgment. Um, that's kind of my thoughts. I don't know if you guys like that segment. I just like thinking of, you know, how would I turn this story into a game? Because Maokai is such a cool story. How would you tell it? Um, so those are just my initial thoughts. If you think you have some cool ideas on how you would want to play Maokai's kind of story through a game uh, that could be a campaign in League of Legends or something, you know, send it in. Let me know. I would love to hear it. And now, a random dev story. Um, for people that don't know, I worked at PC Gamer for a while. I've also, you know, I've written for IGN, GameSpy, I write for uh, Riot Games every now and then as well. Um, and so I've had a lot of insight into the champion process. 
And champions are usually implemented in-game long before their art is finalized, which is kind of funny. Um, and that's so that the devs can test the champion's skills, make sure they're fun, balanced, all that sort of good stuff. Now, I was actually able to play Maokai way before release, back when I was working on PC Gamer, um, because we were revealing him, Caitlyn, and uh, Jarvan IV in our magazine, in our feature. So we got to see him first. They brought me down to the office so I could play with them and kind of test it out and see how it goes. Uh, Maokai didn't have any art yet, um, but there obviously needed to be something to at least represent his sapperling minions he was throwing out. So instead of tiny seeds, and this is a fun little fact just about Maokai, pre-dev, all that sort of stuff, the dev used a tiny, you know, size down Soraka. So that Maokai, I can't remember what body Maokai had. He might have had just like a placeholder art. Um, but he would throw tiny Sorakas into the air. and They would land on the ground and kind of shuffle around like Sapperlings look around. And then if you aggroed the Sapperling, the tiny Soraka would just sprint at you and explode. Um, <laughs> it was really funny. She's just standing there in the forest completely still. Um, it's just... It's, it's hilarious and kind of confusing um, because if there's a real Soraka in the field, you're like around the corner, you're like, ah, oh, Soraka, wait, no, why is it so small? Uh, why is she running at me? Why is she exploding? Why is half my health gone? <laughs> so that's a fun little story. Uh, I'm going to try and tie in little dev stories like that for all the champions that I at least have some insight into as we go through this. And hopefully, you know, maybe some devs, if you're listening, can send in some good stories that we can tack along to these uh, to share with the listeners because as players we love the lore we love hearing little inside stuff like that well my friends i think that about wraps it up for our first episode and our look at maokai the twisted treant um league of legends tree turned killer and begrudging warrior you can find show notes for this episode which will have all the information we talked about and a bunch of links to kind of backstory and all that sort of stuff along with some screenshots of the champions some art all that fun stuff and the other podcasts that i make on my website uh gamediplomat.com just click Lore Library at the top, and you'll see all the episodes for this show. Uh, you can leave me your feedback there, or contact me on Twitter. Again, I'm at Augustine. I would absolutely love to hear what you think of the show, how you think it could be improved. Um, the next episode of the show probably won't be for a while. The show is going to be really infrequent. I'm just going to kind of do it whenever I have free time. I do a bunch of other shows weekly and bi-weekly, and this will just be kind of my pet project on the side, just because I love the lore so much. I'd also love to hear what champions you want to discuss, because, I mean, there's 114 other ones we want to do. I'm just going to start picking at random based on cool lore that I know, but if there's anyone that you're particularly interested or want to know about, leave it on the blog, send it to me on Twitter, and I'll try and get them, you know, covered, you know, as soon as possible on the show. Thanks for visiting the Lore Library and joining me for another oh-so-sophisticated chat about the awesome champions in League of Legends. Please sign out any books you take with you, look out for yordles, and keep having fun on the fields of justice. Thank you.